Can we go one day without there being drama for you and see basketball? Not quite sure, but you know, I'm starting to say, like I've always said, you never get your feelings involved because that's how you get your feelings hurt. We'll talk about who is on the roster currently as it stands in June. You are Locked On ACC, your daily podcast on the Atlantic Coast Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to today's edition of Locked On ACC. I'm your host, Candace Cooper, joined by Kenton Gibbs of Locked On Wolfpack. Each and every day, you can find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends at the lovely bird dog. We know you want to get you a pair of bird dogs. It's always comfortable. It's summertime. We know it's hot. You want to feel as comfortable and fashionable as possible. So make sure you check it out. You go to lockedon.com slash slash um let me get that website for you because i want to make sure that you get it right and i want to make sure that you get your clothes because if you don't get your clothes then you know it's going to be on us and all the fun things so let me get that together lock if you do locked on college promo code birddogs.com slash locked on college then you will get yourself right and ready together with some very comfortable fashion kids and how are you feeling on this tuesday wednesday there it is days are blurring a little bit but we're making it work yeah, I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. We got some very interesting stuff uh, to talk about here, and I'm I'm ready to get into it. You know, UNC basketball cannot – it's almost like the NBA at this point where there's always some drama, another day, another transfer, another day, another NIL deal, another day, you know, a piece of twi- a Twitter, Twitter beef going and starting up. It's just – it always seems to be something with the Tar Heels other than what's happening – on the court, which is starting to get a little bit frustrating. But news broke that Simeon Wilcher, incoming freshman, once out of UNC, he asked for his NIL letter to be released from it, and he can go a place, maybe somewhere else, maybe some other coach got in his ear. We don't really know the full story right now, but there's just a lot of drama with the decommitting. So let's start there. Decommitting after you hear news of Elliot Kiddo coming in and reclassifying. What are your immediate reactions and thoughts to that one? You know, I I get it. I understand. I think that there's a I think that there's definitely a, a how do I put this? There's an aspect of like people don't really pay attention to the numbers game a lot, but I think that that's that's a very important aspect of this. Even if you feel like well there was going to be a scholarship there for the young man, so it doesn't matter. There's still a certain amount of like, hey, I expect it to be the guy in terms of one of the lead guards coming in this year. And then all of a sudden the numbers change for that picture. And I want to go somewhere where I can be the guy right away. I mean, I understand it. It makes sense. But at the end of the day, to me, it's like we this is not the first time we've done college recruiting. This is not the first time someone sells you the dream that you're going to be the man. You're going to be the starter. You're going to be the one. What has changed in terms of guys just wanting to be like, oh, I'm not the man. I have to actually maybe work for my position. I have to show that I truly am the number one and outwork somebody at camp, outwork somebody in the fall and prove that why, you know, coach got sat in my house and sat on my couch and told me I was going to be the man. I'm going to, you know, agree to that and show it. Why is that so not the wave right now? Because players are having movement as free as the coaches. Imagine if a coach was told, hey, you're going to come in and we're going to build you a $3 million facility. 
and then that doesn't happen. Happens all the time. What is that coach going to do? Oh, you don't want to build me the facility that I want to get? Don't worry about it, brother. I'm out. We've seen coaches take jobs and not even go. We've seen coaches take jobs and leave after a year. So, I mean, it's not, to me, players are having the same freedom of movement as the coaches, and they're exercising those rights. Players are, are, sorry, go ahead. Players are being sold a dream, and once they see, oh, you selling me a dream? Don't worry about it. I'll see you later, brother, which everybody has the right to at all times. Word of advice. Welcome to America. Welcome to corporate America. They sell you a bill of goods and damn near every facet and function that you're in. So like my empathy runs, but so deep because nothing is as it seems when you get in somewhere, there's going to be ups and downs, ebbs and flows because there's human, it's a human business at the end of the day. And so there's going to be no perfect situation. I feel like we'll get to here in a second, but it's a little bit of, if it's not perfect, it's not set up how they said it was going to be set up. I'm immediately going to, you know, just exit out stage left. When in reality, this could be something where it sets you up for a position to not only overcome, but, you know, excel. And we, and when you talk about these coaches who leave and go to different positions, their reputation isn't exactly one where people are like, Oh my gosh, he's so, you know, so good for that. And so upstanding for that. Nobody's sitting here rallying, crying around people who make these decisions. And those are adults. And we all know the world that we live in now with social media. And I guess I, I get the whole wish the kid well and do all those sorts of things and ragging on 18 year old is definitely not the way to go. But I certainly would say it's, it's not lost on me that people do take note when you decide to make these, you know, decisions rash or maybe well thought out and go elsewhere and kind of be that person who hops around. Tommy Tuberville left recruits at dinner to take a new job. Do you want to know what Tommy Tuberville does for a living now? Isn't he a politician? He's a U.S. Senator. That's my point. Like at the end of the but day, do, but I, do we like it? Like, is he? Does he have a good reputation? And is it something something that people were like? He's a very stand up guy. He had a reputation good enough to have a majority of people in his state decide to put him in a, a in a elected official capacity. What state so, is it? I believe it's Alabama. I believe it's Alabama. I'm fairly certain it's Alabama. So I'm I say all that to say, I say all oh, that no, to say. And listen, listen, this isn't, but here's <laughs> my on, point. No, here's my point. Here's my point. This isn't mm-hmm. about like whichever political party you're back, because I'm not about talking about politics on this show for the most part. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is it's a new world. It's a very new world. Back in the day, even the best players would stay in college for two to three years for the most part. And they would stay at one college. And if you had to be on the bench for a while, you're on the bench for a while. And that's okay. You live with that. What I'm seeing right now in all aspects of life, people are leaving. People are going. If it does not, if it's not right, I'm out. I'm out. And people have, they reserve the right to do that. You know what I mean? I, as a recruiter, I see uh, different resumes come across my desk every day that say, hey, this person it has jumped from job to job to job. And oftentimes when I ask, hey, what's going on with the job hopping? I hear something along the lines of, well, do companies not also scrap projects that don't serve their purpose? Do companies not also have you all, whichever company I'm working for at the time, have you all not pivoted from a project that no longer served uh, the purpose that you wanted moving forward? I do agree that there is, in all things in life, there needs to be balance and there needs to be a a happy medium somewhere on the sliding scale of like, all right, at some point in time, you're going to face adversity and you're going to have to go through things. But the question is, would this young man not face adversity going elsewhere? 
Look at how many players have gone elsewhere, faced the adversity of elsewhere, and still come out on the other side better for it. Sure, everyone has a testimony, but I'm saying if your frontal lobe ain't fully developed, you making rash decisions off emotions. I think that's just a domino of potential like downfall if you don't allow yourself to just stick stick beside something. Like, listen, do what you want to do at the end of the day. I'm not telling nobody, like, like I'm not trying to be anybody's mom on here. I'm not trying to be preaching to anybody, but like honor. I believe in honor and commitment. I believe you took the time to navigate through all of these murky recruiting waters. You found something. At least try it before you over here like, oh, man, I I, I know I'm not going to have a spot. I'm not going to have a shot. I know this man's better than me. Like, have some pride about you and want to be like, yeah, I still know I'm the ish. I still know I'm that's, you know, starting spot is mine. Like, I don't want to just run somewhere else. To me, that's like a decision made not just with you. If that makes sense, like you didn't, you weren't the only one who made that decision. Someone was in your ear, like, oh, bro, see, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why am I not getting love? And then it's like the next, you know, domino effect of rolling up saying, I want out. So I know that these are different sports, but let me let you in on a, a really fun stat about transfers overall here in football. About one fourth of the quarterbacks who started in the NFL last year had transferred at some point in time in their career. About one in four uh, starting quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm saying that to say, if we're talking about the year 2000, heck, maybe even the year 2010, maybe even as far up as 2015 or so, I'd be right there with you saying, hey, there is a very negative stigma around transferring and why'd you transfer and what happened and all that good stuff. In the year 2023, people just see it as, eh, that's just how it is. I think for every success story, there's about 10 more sob stories and people who just haven't found a happy home are still navigating waters to find themselves out of, you know, playing D2 basketball, football somewhere else. And just, you know, had a career and now had to find a desk job. Like, I, I hear you. Yeah. But I also see that I feel like it's it's a cautionary tale. for Like, sometimes it works out. Yeah. You roll the, you roll the dice in anything that you do in life. Yeah. But I wouldn't just be the first one running when it's all said and done. But I say all that to say, like, we got to get other opinions involved and some people ran to Twitter to say those opinions and you know people that could have potentially been teammates who decided that they wanted to make sure it was known about how people were feeling about the situation that unfolded with Simeon Wiltshire but first I want to remind you guys again that today's episode is brought to you by our friends at Bird Dogs. Bird Dogs is certainly a certainly a fashion forward pants, shorts, all the things that you're trying to get ready for the new year. In summertime, I'm fine. I want to make sure that I'm cool and dry all day long. Anti-stink sweat wicking fabric keeps you cool and does just that. If you go to birddogs.com, enter promo code locked on college for a Yeti tumbler with your order, the birddogs.com slash locked on college for a free Yeti style tumbler. You won't take your bird dogs off. I certainly promise. So we're talking through North Carolina basketball once again in the news for all the things other than what they're doing on the court. Simeon Wilcher decided that he wanted out of his NLI and there were thoughts and reactions, of course, around the Twitter world because that's always what happens when the people decide that they want to go ahead and find a new home. One of the teammates, potential could have been teammates for Simeon Wilcher, Armando Baycott, the big man, the Mr. UNC basketball himself, tweeted out, you know, don't run from the grind, essentially. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were like, dang, like, why would you be saying that about an 18-year-old? Like, were you, aren't you running from the grind because, you know, you keep coming back to test NBA waters, but you always seem to find your way back in Chapel Hill? Like, it was just 
you running from the NCAA tournament, so many things where in my mind, I'm saying probably should stay in your drafts. My brother in Christ, you're definitely running from saying me how. Okay. <laughs> you're definitely running from saying chow at the end of all your conversations. All right. Bonjour. Bonjour. You know, whatever, whatever. If, if you've ever seen the the preacher who was who was uh, giving the the speech at the end of uh, Rosa Parks' funeral, and he was saying thank you in like thirty different languages or so, uh, Armando, you're running from that lifestyle, brother. Not being a preacher, I mean learning thirty different languages. Because don't worry, they've got a basketball league in Botswana now. They've got a basketball league. They got the BAL league now. They got the they got the BAL league. Actually, the the British Basketball League, where Stotts Battle is playing, you won't even have to learn a different language. You know what I mean? You might have to learn to enjoy <laughs> fish and chips. Cheerio! Okay. You might have to learn to enjoy fish and chips. And God, uh, what is it? Beans God save the king. What is yeah. it? God save the king or whatever. Beans that, on toast. That, yeah, that all that. yeah, yeah. You might, but rather, <laughs> it might have been the right message. Wrong messenger. Wrong, Wrong messenger. messenger. Have some self awareness, brother. Have some. Self- and you know, would you apparently, be on Outer Banks if you would you be on Outer Banks if you ran to the NBA? So apparently, our friend Trey Miles from ABC Eleven WTVD out there in Raleigh, North Carolina, said he was at an event that he was doing, you know, competitions with kids, and he essentially tweeted that, you know, don't run from the grind, being cheeky. So it was sort of a play on words in that scenario, but people applied it to the timing of it was of Simeon Wilcher's departure from North Carolina. So they're trying to say he wasn't really tweeting about that. I say BS. I say BS because this man has a history of tweeting. I also say, if you ain't found a jumper yet, get off that Twitter. Get off. If you have not found a jumper, please, please. I mean, if, you can't, if you haven't found ourselves in the tournament, hush, hush, hush. You worry, you, you worry about the wrong fit. You're setting yourself up. And it'd be one thing if you set yourself up, but you, you answer the call. You know what I mean? If you talk Tyler Van Dyke, you talk that talk against NC State, you backed it up, right? If you want to talk all that junk, that's cool. Make sure you know how to get them W's when the season roll around. I I don't want I don't want to hear all the Twitter talking. I don't want to hear the excuses. All the like you. If this is your team, these successes run with you. The failures also run with you. I mean, it's it's 2023, and people are going. You know, Twitter fingers are. There, I want that, but see, like, can we get to a place where that's not a thing? Can we? Can that not be a thing? Can you? Can you not have I, to express every single thing, especially as an athlete? Trust me. Trust me I get in the lab. You don't have to show every workout. You don't got to tweet every time. You know, you you know, hit a dunk. Get in the lab. I hope you you are you did not make the NCAA tournament, and you have the audacity to want to tweet about a kid who makes a decision for himself. Listen. He's running from the grind, and you are a fifty is seventh year senior. Listen, I'm I'm not saying you're wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying at no point in time during this conversation have I said, "Hey, Kevin, I want to be like, hey, yeah. you might have taken a scholarship from somebody while you're playing. Maybe we're really trying to get things rolling. If you had just gone ahead and been the two way player we know you to be. Again, I have not said that you're wrong one time. Okay, I have not said it. I have not said, hey, you're you're saying something out of line here. You're saying something that doesn't make sense here. At the end of the day, you are right. Right are message, right. wrong messenger. I'll I'll say this. At the 
Armando is, you know, he's free to say what he wants. That's your guy. What he's, do you say? He's free Thanks to say for him. That's your guy. That is not my guy. Don't you ever say that's my guy. You say how good he is as a college basketball player. I say he's time. a double double machine, which he is. He's the okay. the he's UNC's all time leader in double doubles. And if you say were, ten years, you might be that too. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is, you know, he's he's gonna keep his Twitter fingers up and all that good stuff. And I I think that this is a very uh, I think this is is a very interesting. Cut it, cut it plain, Ken, because you know your Twitter fingers is how we got Pete Nance. So cut it plain, my brother. Stop what, tweeting what I'm trying to tell you. The him. drama, the the. I think this is a team that loves that total drama island deal. I think they love it. I think I they mean, love the days man. of our lives. I think they love the soap opera feel. I think they love the you know. We, you can't not, love the soap opera feel with no W's. I don't want to. Do you know how much drama Ty Lawson and company, Danny, all, you know how much drama that Roy Williams is? You know what? I'm just grateful Roy is done with this mess. Honestly, this this is my takeaway from all of this. I'm glad that Roy is done with this mess. I'm glad he said, you know what? This ain't for me. This, all this, you know, not wanting to come, want to switch out, want to tweet about every time something don't go my way. I'm glad that Roy don't have to deal with this anymore. But I'm sure that the chances of drama would have increased with Ty Lawson, Danny Green, et cetera, if they grew up in a world with social media and every time people and thought I'm just things, so glad. they said things. I'm so, gl- I'm so glad that I walked around campus with a ca- or walked around, you know, my Friday, Saturday nights with a camera in my hand and a phone in the other. Like, that's the era I come from, right? Where, like, you had to wait to develop, you know, what the night unfolded. You didn't have instant, you know wildness or reactions to people you know going to school and not coming to school like the nature of the, the college beast is still the same there are people that do it the right way there are people that do it undercut like listen i understand all of that all i ask is that when someone decides they want to do what's best for them don't run to your twitter and unleash the bullet i mean i agree I agree. Especially when you're his team, you're, you could have been his teammate, and you're gonna see him on the circuit. Like that's my other part. Like you don't think he ever when he drops forty on you, then what? I mean, listen, there are a lot of you're, keeping. There are a lot of keeping in the drafts moments. There you're set, of, you're setting his other te- team's social media plan up for success. To me, I see it very. I see this very simply and plainly. This is a situation where a young man makes a decision that he thinks is best for himself. Another young man doesn't like the decision and comments on it. I think that you know you want it to be that simple. All is all is fair play. Is this a little embarrassing? Absolutely. Are was you Hubert, not embarrassed? Was was Hubert trending on Twitter yesterday for all the wrong reasons? This morning Absolutely. for all the wrong reasons. I just people I, are coming for the man's job. Okay, yes, yeah, speak. But that's me. but that's my point. I, you know, they love the drama. They love the, the hubbub. Because Roy wouldn't have had none of this foolishness. That's that's the problem, ultimately. Roy but again, to say, to say Roy wouldn't have had this foolishness isn't exactly fair. It, that's not exactly fair. Roy would not have had this foolishness. And it, it sounds good in theory. It sounds really good in theory. But Roy left right when the usher of the era of players. Because he saw the foolishness coming. Jim Laranega don't do this foolishness. And here's here's my point. He left right on time to not have that. And I'll yeah, tell you this, Jim Larnega, 
Jim Laranega has not had a lot of foolishness. That congratulations to him. It is more common that coaches see this type of foolishness than not. It is to much have, more to common. have seven players dancing in the portal. So, all right, let's let's look around the country, shall we? No, let's, no, 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 no. Just look around the ACC. You don't have the turnover that is happening at North Carolina at Staple, the Blue Blood, this the Creme de la Creme. You can look down the street. How many people from Duke have left? From a new young coach, vibrant, smart, and doing all the things. How many I mean, people have been? It's not been a revolving door. That's something. I mean, there's something to be said there. Yeah, but that's what happens when you're when you have success. When there is an object failure, there will be a ton of turnover. They when you have to clear out when you don't when you get an NIT bid that you then turn down. Sure, that is going sure. to result in some turnover when you were. Coming into the season, number one, not a top five team. Period. Not top ten. Period. Number one. You just went to national championship game, so mm-hmm. but won't like you know success wasn't in the pot, the picture at all. We so you are- have one bad year, and now you've got how many? Like that is very telling. We there are- should be alarms. We are in a popcorn society. <sighs> We've been in that. Have a, we- who you didn't grow up saying that. Microwave society, we're a microwave generation, we're instant gratification generation. You you grew up with that. But that's that's the thing. Because of it's it's not getting better. We're not becoming a more patient society over time. It's getting worse. Our attention spans are getting shorter. It's getting more. Did Huber go to a national championship? That feels like five years ago. All I can remember now is players in the transfer portal, players decommitting, players doing da, 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 and this, that, and the third. He'd been a coach for two years. But that's that's my point. And he might not make it to three. That's right. And and so that's my point exactly. <laughs> We're looking at a man who's been to a national championship, who whether you like him, hate him, whatever the case may be, the results are the results. As a head coach, if he is on the sidelines for your team, there as of as the, the history has shown us, there is a 50% chance of one of two things happening. You, your team will not make the tournament. They'll make a national championship. And yet, people are talking about that man like a dog. They are talking about him like he is a sentient Roomba that just calls a play from time to time after it bumps into a wall. So, I know. mean, Coach, listen, Coach Hamilton, he don't got this kind of drama. And I'm projecting here. I very much know this. Please, before y'all get all in y'all feelings, because I know you and see people come. I don't care. Coach Hamilton don't got these issues. And I know he got, I mean, he probably got, he don't think he has the kind of drama in Tallahassee. I'm just saying. I want some of the old dogs to teach maybe my new new one a couple couple things. Weren't we no? just talking about a Miami player Seven. who's going to you down, transferring in to? Seven. Transfers. Or a Florida State player that was throwing a U down transfer into Miami? Yes, but I'm not talking about I'm talking about the quantity. And the quantity is high. The quantity it's, it's very it's very alarming. And I understand that. But again, if Florida State had come into the season as number one and then had the season that they had, I guarantee you heads would have been rolling there too. All right. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Ended on this. You yep, said that ahead. people were calling for Huber's job, right? Been calling for his job. Let's go for that. Okay. So, mm-hmm. as a let's let's talk about you personally. If you're a head coach 
and people are calling for Candace's job. They're saying Candace doesn't know what she's doing. She's out there stinking. She's out there staking the joint up. And you've got, you know, 13 players on scholarship or whatever the case may be. Are you going to retain those players for the next season? If if you were, this is you, and you know that people are on your head and calling for your job the way they are for Hubert. You bought in or you had 13 players that were supposed to be a number one team and they give you this result. Are you not then looking around and saying, oh, no? Well, first, I'm going to start with myself. Let me have a self-assessment first, Mm because maybe there's some things I'm not doing as a coach. Maybe there's something that I'm not doing for the other men on my staff that we're not getting and conveying across these young men to get the best out of them. So maybe we need to have a self-assessment first. Second of all, maybe I'm sending some of these mofos happy asses down. Like if you not if you want to shoot at the gym, go ahead. You can shoot at the gym over there in auxiliary in uh, what's the one? Not where the women play. You can go shoot over there. If that's what you want to do, you want to take 40 shots tonight, by all means. I'm going to do better about, hey, this is my standard is my standard. I'm not going to lean in. I'm not going to try and waver myself because there's parents upset, because there's fans upset, because there are people talking on Twitter. I'm going to stand 10 toes. Stand up. I'm going to look at in this. What's going so, on here? I'm not going to just be like, oh, you're the scapegoat. Please go to Arizona now. So can I ask you a question? If you're to sit players down in 2023 with what we just talked about with Simeon Wilcher and players transferring out at the first sign of like, this isn't what I thought it was going to be. If you're sitting players down and saying, hey, buddy, I, I know you like taking a lot of shots a game. Not no more. Mm-mm. No. If I'm sitting players no down, but we are winning, either you get on the page to help us win or no, you no, 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 no. We're talking about we're talking about you had a season just like Hubert's where you yeah. didn't win. You didn't right. win. And you're sitting players down and saying, hey, listen. No, I did I like sit players down? So you're saying I'm sitting players down before I'm the saying, season you, starts? Or you're, I'm sitting- at, you're at the – so I'm going to put you in the situation of being Hubert Davis – Right after the final buzzer of the last re- of of the last ACC tournament game, it's over. The season's well, over. I mean, it's you too know, little too not- late. But this is what I'm saying. If you're him, it can't be too little, too late because you're in the situation. What do you do at that point in time? What do you, you have? You have a self evaluation. What did I do wrong as a coach? You talk to your assistants. What did we do wrong to not bring the best out of these players going into next season? You have some com- hard conver- exit interview conversations with these players about what my expectations are going into next season. If you don't want to fulfill those, there is a door. I will. I will write your letter myself. But and what do you? If think but I about? want you to embrace the grind. I want you to embrace because I know you can be better. I would like you to stick beside it because I want you to play for the thing across your chest. Yeah, why wouldn't I say that? Why would yep. I, why would I want kids to leave? Why would especially because I've been here. I've experienced what it's like to be a North Carolina student. I've experienced. I've experienced what I would been in a national championship environment as a coach. Why wouldn't I want you to have that feeling if you stick beside it? But there are some things that are honestly going to have to change. And what do you think the player's reaction to that would be? Saying, well, if you, hey, things well, if you can't handle it. And look at a lot of the players who transferred. But I don't think that's what happened. I don't necessarily think that's what happened. I don't think they left because they said, oh, things have to change. And like, oh, I don't like that change. I don't think there was some accountability from man's, men in the mirror. If I'm being I, straight up and down about it. And, and now we're, so is that, 
Is that something you know, or is that something we're speculating on? I something I that's something I. Why would I say it if I didn't know it? So you know that Hubert Davis ain't have no moment where see he's how like, you see how you put see. We're I'm talking, asking we're talking you. hypotheticals. You asked me what I would do if I was Hubert. I'm telling you what happened and what didn't happen. Well, I'm I'm asking you. Do you think that <laughs> you Hubert Davis? Too many questions today. I'm asking you. Do you think <laughs> Hubert Davis has had that moment or had moments of deep self reflection of I'm failing this team as a coach? And it's I don't me. know if he went I'm as far. <laughs> I don't know if he went as far as saying I'm failing, but I definitely know that there had. I don't know that he had. I don't know that man. I don't know that man's personal life, so I don't want to say yes. I know he sat there and went in his prayer closet and had some personal conversations with himself. But what I will say is, there were people that held there were culpability that wasn't placed in the right all the right spaces. I will say that. Okay, and so and so. I simply look at this. I simply look at this and say, mm-hmm. when you have a season that is that much of a failure, regardless of the level that you're at, because, and this isn't to take a shot at this man, look at Kenny Payne as well. The season that they had greatly underperformed. And what happened? The Feds did a sweep. That team looks entirely different than what it did. Someone, someone said in our comments yesterday, Ken, after our show, that he has to win 20. Or he out of here. Ooh. I said, well, he better get that thing Ooh. first. First thing, pack. I help him pack. You better go ahead and call your agent up. How much is that buyout again? How much is that? Got somebody. I said, I I know you smoking that goo. We. How much is that severance again? I just need to make sure. But that's my point. That's my. Po- we live in the society. That's right now. I need it. I need it. After I, four. After I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Uh, in the word, in the words of NBA young boy, I said, I need it. I need it. The Draco undefeated. No, but seriously, this is a thing where we have got to understand that that when you are in these situations as a coach, you don't have time. You don't have time to sit around and say, hey, man, I understand that I didn't coach you right and there are going to be changes, but I want you here. I really want you. I don't want you to go. I still want you to be a, a key figure in this thing. Hey, listen, it is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. We got to roll. I need more wins. I need this team to be better, and we're going to go with that. I'm sorry. That's we all I can do. We definitely do have to roll. We didn't get to end Jackson's decision, but he did say that he is committed to staying, but it ain't August yet, so I don't know. I ain't going to say that's definitive and definite. Things could change in the blink of an eye. What's more important here, though, is clear there's a conversation that needs to continue to happen around not only Twitter conversations, but of incoming freshmen and all the things in terms of coach culpability that we can have throughout the summertime. I think, that, I think that's fair to to continue these conversations. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I mean, I, I am always going to be on the side of, hey, whatever you feel like is best for you, go for it and do it. And as a coach, if you think clearing your roster is best for you, go for it. However, we've seen a lot of coaches that stick beside their guys, even through the struggles, that on the back end, they turn out booming. On the back well, end, that yeah, team sure. built chemistry. The, the a team builds chemistry. They build. And and I'll also say this. While I am saying, oh, yeah, Armando's free to say what he wants. And Simeon is free. Everything that you see from a team, is a product of the coach either coaching it or allowing it. Everything 100%. that you see. 
hundred percent. Couldn't Every, have said it better myself. So if we're seeing constant total drama island from a team, the coach is either coaching it or allowing it. And although I am very aware of this 2023 and there's the social media era and all that, I'm sorry, but if I'm a head coach, I'm telling my players, keep all of our business off of social media. You know, the same way that your mama used to say, don't let the, don't let our business into the streets. Our business to this house does not leave this house. It, the same deal there. I'm, I'm telling all my players the first time, the first time I see you tweeting, free me because you're not playing. Or the first time I see you tweeting, uh, you know, something about your teammates or potential teammates, or whatever. You can tweet about anything else in the world you want to. I do not care. You could tweet about your your proclivities with with the uh, people that you choose as romantic partners. You could tweet about uh, what type of music you like. You could tweet about you know uh, what teachers you absolutely hate. You could tweet about whatever. When it comes to this here house, our business will stay off the streets, or you'll find yourself a new place to play. The minute you tweet "free me," I promise you, you will never be free in your life, my brother. You will never be free. The minute you tweet, stop running for the grind, don't worry about it. You ain't got to run, walk, jog. You'll be pushed to where you got to go, brother. And that's not on that. Don't run from the ground. Don't set yourself up like this. That's all I'm trying to tell you. We got to come back tomorrow, y'all. We're going to keep this thing rolling. Make sure you send us a comment out on our YouTube page. Make sure you subscribe to our channel wherever you listen to the audio space. Follow us on Twitter at LockedOnACC. We'll keep a poll going today. I feel like it's going to be a real housewives of ACC basketball moment today, but we'll, we'll see how it rides out. For Candace Cooper and Kenton Gibbs, we hope you have a great rest of your day. Until next time.